the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. We rejoice in the Lord, and yet we also cry out to God for the sickness that is in people's hearts and minds. We'll continue to talk about Israel today and its right to the land, but first let's pray and, you know, all these victims of the, not only the whole Israel thing, but now this shooter in Maine, it it just, we cry out, right? We've got to cry out to the Lord who gives us peace. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and worship you. Lord, you said the world's going to be like this, and I guess we're just hoping that it won't. Uh, Lord, we're asking for you to transform people's hearts so the wickedness or the mental illness that they have would be gone from them and they would not do harm to people. We pray for the people in Israel, the people in Palestine, especially those who are just civilians. Lord, keep them safe. Keep the families safe and intact. And anybody who is is not intent on evil, keep them safe. We, we pray for Hamas to tra- be transformed in their hearts, but if they're not, then, Lord, please get rid of them quickly and, and in a way that it won't hurt others. Lord, we cry out to you for wisdom for Israel, ri- wisdom for everybody, the Palestinians, and for the countries around Israel. And, Lord, we pray for wisdom for the United States. Oh, Lord, we pray for wisdom for our police and all those who have to watch these uh, rallies against Israel with pure hatred being spoken of and, and when to know when to arrest and when to leave it as free speech. Father, we cry out to you because we have no one else to go to, Lord. And so we, we just ask, Lord, for peace for your peace, the peace that passes all understanding to guard people and their hearts and their minds in Messiah Yeshua. Oh, Lord, we love you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. I feel like I could pray for the entire half hour, and that wouldn't be enough. But uh, we'll we'll continue with the program (laughs) as scheduled, right? Uh, With all the things that are happening in Israel, I'm asking all of you who love Israel, who want to stand with Israel, 
to come together a week from today. That's November 5th, Sunday at 3 p.m. We're going to be at North Straub Park in St. Pete. It's right across the street from the Vinoy Hotel. This is our first Israel event, and there will be more. Now, as I mentioned to you last week, parking's tough. There are two uh, parking garages that each have a 1,000 or so spaces, and they're fairly close to where we're going to be, and they're inexpensive. There's Southcore and there's Sundial. Sundial is the one that's closest. It's at 153 2nd Avenue North, and the cost, believe it or not, is $1 for the first four hours. Can you beat that? All right. Come with your flags, your posters, and your blue and white clothing as we stand together for Israel with music and with great speakers and God's word. Amen? Okay. I'll keep you informed about Israel events. We're looking for for a few large churches, large churches that will co-host future stand-up for Israel events. Please let us know if you know of a church that would partner with us. Okay? Thank you. And please invite Jewish pre-believers to watch our services on Fridays and Saturdays on Facebook. Don't forget, Tuesday evening we have a prayer meeting on Facebook at 6.30. Uh, you can find us at shereshdavid.org, uh, TPA Live, backslash TPA Tampa Live. All right. I pray that if this radio program ministers to you, you'll consider monthly pledge or a one-time gift. Uh, call Karen at 813-831-5673 at our office. Go to our website, Heart of Messiah. I appreciate definitely your prayerful and financial involvement. And I would mention, if you want to give to Israel, would you wait till next Sunday and I'll give you some real great information on who I would suggest you give to, all right? Some of the places that people are asking for money, I, I, I don't want to mention them by name, but some of them only give 75% of the money that they collect to the place they're collecting for because 25% is used for administration, and advertising. And if you see somebody advertising all the time, you can believe that they're using too much money for advertising and not enough money for helping people. And I would just mention that the the people we deal with generally are in the 90% category. We realize advertising and administration is part of it, but only 10%. We want 90% to go to the people that they're supposed to go to. So we will let you know next week about that, okay? Um, in the meantime, you can call our office and and uh, give and just say to the Israel Fund, and, and we'll send it out uh, next week. All right? So thank you so, so very much. Um, you know, this is a great time for our speakers, our rabbis, to come to your church and speak about Israel and why Israel is important to Christians and 
and why they have the right to the land and, and different things of that nature from a biblical point of view. And um, so email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. You know, this past week I spoke at Bayshore Christian School, great school. Uh, I had 170 kids, 6th through 12th grade. They were just such a blessing. And they listened all about Israel, and I pray they learned so that they'll know the truth. Because, you know, this culture uh, that they're, that's out there is a culture of hate and a culture of misinformation. And if we don't start with our kids, they're going to turn into those college kids out there uh, who have been rallying against Israel. It's not a bad bad to rally for what you believe in. If you believe in Palestine, okay, I don't agree, but but I can respect that. But you can't rally for Hamas because they're just, well, I, I won't go there. Any rate, um, so you can check our website, call us. Uh, we I'd love to uh, email you our informational packet. If we have time, I'll give you some information at the end of this message. But I'd love to email you. I have like six different great articles that you can read short, sweet, to the point. Uh, Call our office, 813-831. You know, I don't think we've said what 5673 spells out in a long time. It spells out Lord. So if you ever want to call us, it's easy. 813-831-LORD. All right, there you go. Last week we ended with the uh, talking about the UN resolution on dividing Israel in 1947. This would have uh, given Israel a small parcel of land, which uh, most of it was a desert. And Jerusalem would be an international city, and the Arabs would receive the West Bank and the Gaza. Well, I'll tell you, not a great deal, but as I mentioned, uh, Israel said yes, and um, the Arabs said no. <laughs> In 1948, the UN passed the resolution making Israel a nation, and the very next day, five Arab countries attacked Israel. Yep, they did, they did. And uh, they, right before attacking, they said to uh, the Arabs who were living in Israel, leave so we can wipe out the people of Israel, the, the Jewish people, and then you can go back to your lands. And seven hundred, approximately 720,000 Arabs fled the area. Why? Because the Arab leaders said they were going to slaughter Jews and that they could come back and, and have their land again and, and even more. Now, David Ben-Gurion, who cons- who's considered the primary founder of the state of Israel and the first prime minister of Israel, he urged Arabs to stay, stay in Israel. And he promised them no harm, and he promised them citizenship. Now, as we look back, We can see that Israel won the war, but many of the Arabs had nowhere to live now. They had left Israel. They were in kind of border areas, 
And so they were displaced, and these were refugee camps that they were in. And I believe these people were used at that time and are still being used as political pawns by the countries around. Do you realize that none of the Arab countries would take in those Palestinians? None of them. And to this day, Egypt has once again said that they will not take in any Palestinians. I find that amazing as Israel kind of welcomes everybody and anybody who wants to build a state of Israel. Uh, uh, Amazing, amazing, amazing. Now, you might think, well, all of these countries surrounding Israel are old countries, but that's not true. Um, We know that Israel became a country in 1948, but the first of the big countries, Syria, was in 1924, only 24 years before. And Iraq was 1932. Saudi Arabia was 1933. Lebanon, 1943. Jordan, 1946. As you remember, Jordan was supposed to be Israel. (laughs) Oh, well. And uh, Israel, 1948. And Iran, 1979. Wow. And interesting, a lot of people from Europe after World War II came to Israel, a lot of the Jews. But you know what? There were 800, almost 900,000 Jews living in Arab states. And two of the largest were Morocco and Iraq. And from Morocco, about 250,000 came to Israel or in the 1940s. And in Iraq, 125,000. Pretty interesting, huh? Well, so as you know, in 1948, when the the Arab invasion after uh, Israel became a nation, that next day, Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, and Saudi Arabia, they all came against Israel. And they declared a holy war. And you know, the holy war pretty much, not by all of those countries, but the holy war is still in play. Uh, they want to exterminate, with a, as they said, as a, momo- a momentous massacre, which will be spoken of like the Mongolian massacres and the Crusades. Yeah, great. And the, and the mufti of Jerusalem at that time said, murder the Jews, murder, murder them all. But after 10 months of heavy fighting, Israel won. We see lots of different skirmishes and, and tensions seem to be always high, though when you're in Israel, you don't feel it at all. You, you really don't. Now, maybe you do now at this point because of what's going on. But, but when I've been in Israel a number of times, it feels like one of the safest places on earth. In 1956, uh, there was a whole skirmish with the uh, Sinai Peninsula, with Britain and France and Egypt and so on, but they straightened that one out. But when we talk about the Palestinians, one of the big years that uh, was important for them was 1964 when the PLO came on the scene. PLO stood for Palestinian Liberation Organization. And they had two goals, one to reclaim the land for them 
and to destroy the state of Israel, meaning to get rid of all the Jews. And, um, you know, they made it clear in their, uh, in their charters that that was their goal. And we, you know, we won't go into all of those, but they did say, as an example, the Balfour Declaration, which was giving the Jews the, the, uh, the land, they said that was null and void. They said that the United Nations, uh, what they did was null and void. So they're not accepting anything from anybody uh, in a political sense. And then we see later on in 1988, there was the covenant of the Islamic resistance movement, which you know as Hamas. And this was an extremist group that got voted in, by the way, by the people. And uh, they, uh, you know, they're operating in the territories under Israeli control. And its covenant is a comprehensive manifesto uh, comprised of 36 separate articles, all having to do with destroying uh, the state of Israel and uh, and calling for a holy war, an Islamic holy war. So let me give you an example. In their uh, Hamas covenant, what they call it, there's in the introduction, it says this, and I quote, Israel will exist and will continue to exist until Islam will obliterate it, just as it obliterated others before it. Nice, huh? And then we see in Article 6, the Islamic resistance movement is a distinguished Palestinian movement whose allegiance is to Allah and whose way of life is Islam. It strives to raise the banner of Allah over every inch of Palestine. So you know what that means. By force, right? Now, look, uh, Israel has tried to work things out with Palestine. You know, in 2005, they tried to have peace by giving Gaza to the Palestinians completely. And Israel completely withdrew from Gaza. They took 21 settlements that were in Gaza, 8,000 Israeli settlers, and some of them they actually forcibly dragged out from their homes so that the Palestinians would have the Gaza. And the settlers, some of them refused to accept um, this. And, and But they, as I said, the police, the Israeli police, had to... Uh, do this, and and each family was given approximately $200,000 as compensation for that move. So you can see that Israel was extremely serious about giving them the land. Yet, unfortunately, as you know, it didn't work uh, because they didn't receive peace in return. If anything, violence intensified. But the attack on October 7th, that was far and away the worst that Israel has experienced. Now, I've told you I have interesting articles to send to you about Israel's right to the land. Let me kind of give you a, a few of them as to what they're about. One is called Dispelling Myths About Christians Who Support Israel. 
That was written by Mitch Glazer, who's head of The Chosen People, a Messianic ministry that seeks to bring Jews to know Yeshua. And here are the five myths he talks about. Christians who love Israel do not care about Arabs, Muslims, or Palestinians. That's number one. Number two, Christians who believe that modern Israel is the fulfillment of prophecy believe that the government of Israel can do no wrong. Okay, these are myths. Uh, Three, Christians who believe the land belongs to the Jewish people unfairly favor the Jewish people over the Palestinians. Four, Jewish people do not yet have a right to the land because they have not recognized Jesus as Messiah. And five, Jewish people lost their election and right to the land when they rejected Jesus. So those are five myths that uh, Mitch talks about in his article. Great article. I love the next article. It's uh, written by Senator Jim Inhofe. I think he's retired. I'm not sure. But this was done in 2002. 2002, 21 years ago. And it is an amazing article. One of the things that's amazing is that this is a copy of what he said to Congress uh, in session. So this was his talk about Israel's right to the land to the entire Congress. And there were seven reasons he gave to their right to the land. Archaeology, history, agriculture, humanitarian, strategic ally, roadblock to terrorism, and biblical right. So that gives you an idea of of some of the articles. I'll give you one other just as uh, to tempt you to ask for all these articles. This one's by Jack Hayford, who wrote an excellent article on why stand with Israel today. He had eight reasons. You know what? I'm not going to have time to give you these eight reasons, but there is an, uh, there are other articles, uh, one called 12 Keys to Understanding Israel in the Bible, and another called Do the Jews Have Legitimate Claim to the Land of Israel, and so on. I'd love for you to get these things. You just have to call our office at 813-831-LORD or 831-5673. Got it? Okay. Look, with all that's happening in Israel today, I'm asking you to come next Sunday. Put it on your calendar right now, November 5th, 3 to 5, two hours, that's all, 3 to 5, at North Stroud Park. It's right in St. Pete. It's right across from the Vinoy Hotel. And there are parking issues usually, but two parking garages I'd like to tell you about. One is South Core and the other is Sundial. Sundial's the one that is closest. It is at 153 2nd Avenue North. You got it? 153 2nd Avenue North. The cost is $1 for the first four hours. What a blessing that is, right? Bring your flags, your Israeli flags, your posters. Keep everything positive. Nothing against Hamas. We don't need to do that. We just need to lift up Israel and and be a blessing, right? We do have security that will be there, by the way. Um, various policemen we have um, secured. So, uh we should be safe and um, wear your blue and white clothing as we stand together for Israel. 
with music and great speakers and God's words. So uh, please consider coming, bringing your friends, bringing your church. Uh, we want to see a lot of people there. I'd like to see over a thousand people standing for Israel. Can you join with me? All right, let's close in prayer. Father, I come to you, Lord, with just asking for your grace and your mercy upon this situation in Israel and comfort all those who have lost dear loved ones in Israel, in Palestine, and in Maine, and wherever loss is, Lord, I ask that you comfort those people. Father, pour out your Spirit on us this week. Give us an amazing week. And I pray for this rally on November 5th to be an amazing rally where you will be glorified. I pray for this. And I ask, O Lord, that those listening to me now will grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.